Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. The life. Do you know why you needed life? Do you know who is life? And are you ready to see your real, true life matured and developed for his purposes, for what it is that he's doing, that you might not only know him and work with him, but partner with him in his ways. This is one of the highest forms of sonship, is to be able to mature in our life that we might be able to partner with God in what he is doing. I hope that these next episodes, The Life, will be encouraging to you and provoking. Here we go, my friends. Awakening, awakening, awaken to life, my friends. We left off in our previous episode and we had asked the question, why did we need life? The scripture says, because we were dead. We were separated from Christ, therefore separated from the Father and Holy Spirit. We needed life because we inherited a nature that was alien to God, separate from him, would not yield to him, would not fellowship with him, was completely set against him and his purposes. It believed it made a better God than God himself. We were dead. That's why we needed life. And who is this life? We asked that question. And we saw in 1 John, uh, we saw that Jesus the Christ himself is the life. Son of God is the life. And then he became a man. And because of living perfectly in perfect, not perfect behavior, perfect dependency upon the Father, then he was able to become the perfect sacrifice for you and I. He included us in his death. It says, so that we might also now share in his life. We are back to plan A, that the Father would have sons who shared in his life, were an expression of his life in the earth, and an extension of of his authority. My friends, we can't fake this. We cannot pretend to this. We cannot imitate this. We must share in this life. So I want to provoke you to think today with Holy Spirit as he reveals this to you, because who has this life? Well, 1 John 5, 11 and 12 says in the Amplified, and this is that testimony, that evidence God gave us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He who possesses the Son has that life. He who does not possess the Son of God does not have that life. Here it is in the Message Bible. This is the testimony in essence. God gave us eternal life. The life is in his Son. So whoever has the Son has life. Whoever rejects the Son rejects life. My friends, this is not about who has performed, who is good enough. 
It is the simple truth of who has seen their deep need for life. Capital L. Life. Because dead men need life. And this is how the Father has solved, if you will, our problem. He says, whoever receives my son receives life and then comes alive to God. Now, dead to sin and alive to God. Now, my friends, will this life in you be developed? Because that's where every single characteristic, every trait, every ability, everything is in Christ. Everything has been accomplished in him. And we must get to that place where we realize this isn't about me just getting rid of certain things so that I can try to add on these characteristics to my life, to me, to my efforts of being good enough. No, I share in the very life of Christ himself. And so do you. If you've received him, you have become born again. Life has come to you. His name is Jesus. And all that he is, his nature, everything has been accomplished in him, is now in you and you are in him. Sometimes I feel like I get tongue-tied because I am, I am attempting to share this and to say, my friends, if ever we are going to be glad-hearted, trustworthy, jealous sons, we have to understand that every single bit of that is in the new nature, which is the nature of God himself. The scripture says we share in the divine nature. And this is what causes us to have our appointment with God, to be in deep communion and intimacy with him, to participate in his purposes and to partner with him, to become those load bearing people that I've been talking about. And my friends, there's nothing that God commands us to do that can be done in our own strength. When God commands, what he's really saying is, here is my invitation to you. Come and live like us. Plan A, that we would share in his life, that we would mature, that we would be an expression of him. And I do believe this, that we will be able to say, if you've seen us, then you've seen our father. We are a representation of him. Are we? Let me, let me just stop and ask, are we or are we do-gooders? Are we finger waggers? <laughs> that is a very unusual word, but I think you know what I mean, <laughs> right? Are we those that stand around and look down our nose at others? No, we are those who know what we have been delivered from, which was self and sin, and that we have been delivered into him and that we are inviting others to come in, be restored to him, come home to him by the finished work of Jesus on the cross. And that we understand that we have the invitation from God. Come and live like me. When he says, forgive your enemies, I say, well, who does that? Well, God does that. That's why we're born again, because we were once enemies. And now he's inviting us in. And every command is come and live like us. Come, come live like we made you in our image that you might live like us. 
So my friends, there's so much more to share, but I want to say to you that we must emphasize that if we are truly going to mature, it's the life of Christ in us. That's your new life. That's my life, my new nature, your new nature. And in that nature, as we continue on inside of that nature is every characteristic of God. Everything he commands in living this way, loving this way, telling the truth, how you conduct your business, how you're going to fulfill your assignment, how you're going to become a load-bearing person who can bear the weight of him, bear the weight of his glory, bear the weight of the house, bear the weight of the pressure. My friends, you and I cannot do that. Now listen, those of us who once took great pride in our natural strength and in our great work ethic, and we overcame so many things, my friends, if you haven't already, you will have to be broken of that natural strength because you will then think what I'm saying is towards that old source of, of load bearing. You think, oh, I've put up with so much in my life. I've come through so much. I'm a survivor. No, no, no. My friends, what helped us to survive will ultimately end up killing us. This isn't about your survivor strength. This is about the very strength of Christ himself within. And when we begin to realize that we have the glad heartedness of Christ inside our nature, but will we allow that to be nurtured, cultivated, and built, matured? If we're going to be trustworthy, my friends, you're going to have to find out you are not trustworthy in and of yourself. This is a trustworthiness that is born only of Christ because this is where we are learning of the provoking process of discipleship, my friends, which is sonship, not being a more highly evolved human. No, no. Sons born of Christ, nurtured in Christ, becoming like Christ, living like Christ. This is what they're after. This is what they desire. And this is how we know that they are fully capable, right? They're fully capable of nurturing their life. But we have to come to that place to realize, wait just a minute. Are you saying that when I mature, it's, it's not just me doing better? No, it's not. That, that's not what maturing is. This is about maturing the very life of Christ within you. So guess what that means? Anything that's opposing or a hindrance, right, is going to have to be dealt with. That's why in the vault, right, there are things that we've got to get beyond. We have to vault over. We have to get beyond certain barriers and hindrances. And one of those is our own self-effort in attempting to become like Christ and live like Christ and follow his example rather than realizing, no, 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 I was given his life. I, I was given his very nature. Now, will I allow Holy Spirit to mature his nature within me? It's not my goodness. It's his goodness. Source is everything in this process of awakening to them. We have to understand that the father has done everything in Christ, everything. And then he's put me in Christ and Christ in me. God's not doing anything in you separate from Christ. He has put his life within you so that when you cry out, Oh, father, 
I, I need patience. <laughs> Father, I need patience. Where, where do you where are you going to get that? Right? Where where is that coming from? Right? No, it's in your new nature. The same place that the calm that you're going to need in the days ahead. The focus that you need, it's in the life of Christ. His ability to focus. Where are you going to get discernment? It's in the nature. Right? We talked many episodes previously about the mind of Christ. That's in your new nature. You have received everything you need. Now the question becomes, will you give God time and cooperation, okay, to be able to bring maturity to his life? Otherwise, my friends, I guarantee you we're going to steal the glory. We're going to become so overly impressed with ourselves. We're going to be like, look at me. Wow, I am doing so good. My friends, listen to me carefully. That all has to be dealt with. It's a necessary part of our growth. It's a necessary aspect of that. Because if we're going to become load-bearing people in this hour, you see, they're building a certain kind of person. They are building a certain kind of person for this exact hour of history. And it's going to be those who have come to the place to understand. He's always meant always meant that we would share in his actual life. You see, the word says in Romans 8, 19, there's about to be a manifestation of the sons of God. Well, these sons are going to be load-bearing. They're going to be able to withstand the pressures that are coming, and it's not going to be in their own work ethic or in their own ability to grit their teeth. No, my friends, source means everything to the Father. Not just how you look, how it appears. He knows who is trusting in Christ inwardly. You see, my friends, load-bearing people are like those load-bearing walls within a house. You can't really remove them or the whole house comes down. You see, God is building his house. I heard it said recently Uh, from a very well-known teacher that God had said to him, if you give me a house, I'll give you a nation. Hmm? See, God is building his house all around the world. It doesn't look like it used to. Church is not going to look like it used to because God is on the move. And the lively stones of his sons are the very building materials he's getting ready to build. And, and, and to, to be able to cross over, my friends, the vault, to be able to cross over, to get ready to truly build is going to require a certain kind of person. And I want to encourage you in this, that where we once fainted in our minds, We will not be because the mind of Christ, which is in your new nature, is a part of who you are as the new man. His mind does not snap under pressure. His mind doesn't think just positive thoughts and send positive vibes. My friends, he's given you everything that he is so that you could mature, so that He can live through you, 
not like you're just some shell. It's you. And it's his life in you. His nature in you. And it's very important that we awaken to that. That we realize that life must be developed on purpose. You see, we have the mind of Christ. We have the nature of Christ. We have the very producing of Christ. And we have the ability to lay down our rights just like he did. Living now the life. What is that like? Living the life. Remember we said if we couldn't think like him, we couldn't live like him. If you don't know that you have his life and his nature and that everything is already present in the new man, but now there must come the deep, deep development of true discipleship, the person, and then that person walking in great partnership, partnership with the Godhead. Do you want to mature and partner with him in his ways that must happen by his life within? So I look forward as we continue on in the provoking process of real discipleship. God is building a certain kind of person. Stay with me, friends, in this, and I'll stay with you, and together we walk with him. Love you all. Thank you for listening today. Before we go, I have one final ask and a new bit of info. If you like our content here at Tent Talk, hit the share button to tell someone about it and subscribe at nancymccready.com forward slash podcast so you don't miss another episode. Also, be sure to look in the episode notes and see where you can download the conversation guide. There you will find questions and you will be able to use those with your friends, your team, your small group. And we hope that it really does provoke you deeper into your process of life with him. All of our podcasts here at Tent Talk are listener supported and your gifts at nancymccready.com are greatly appreciated. Thanks for joining me here and I look forward to our next time together.